Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Obsession Sessions. My name is Layla. And my name is Dipti. And today we have a very special guest, you Yay. guys. This is extra, extra special. <laughs> Our sister from another podcast, <laughs> Miss Daisy hey Rosario. Lady friends, how my hey. lady friends doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's serially obsessed on obsession yes. sessions tonight, guys. Um, I'm super pumped for this episode because we are going to do one of my favorite reality shows, RuPaul's Drag Race. My favorite of all time. Yes. Layla, like- you have been talking about RuPaul's Drag Race for so long. And I just yeah. actually have to say, I would just like keep tuning out. I'd be like, oh, okay, Daisy and Layla are talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, and I would just my I would just think about whatever I think about Ty Siegel. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Anyway, so, oh, oh man, you lot. bring him up a lot to the point where someone like Ty Siegel a... is concerned about the amount that you bring him up. Yeah, right. I feel like there needs to be some sort of restraining order. Yeah, there probably should be. Anyways, so um. I finally, one day, Layla says to me, Dip, let's just, we're doing RuPaul's Drag Race for Obsession Sessions. And I say, you know what? All right, done. And I binged six episodes in one evening. I was so tired. I came home from work yeah. and just wanted to go to bed. I stayed up till two <laughs> in the morning and I watched six episodes. And these are not as short as Layla had said. I literally thought <laughs> that they were like, they feel like 20 minutes to me. I was yeah, like, yeah, you can do this. These episodes are short and sweet. But but you know what? Within two days, I was all caught up. And then I caught the season finale. And that's how I came in to the show. Layla, where does your obsession begin? Uh, my obsession begins with another reality show that used to be my favorite that then became my unfavorite because it uh, it dwindled in quality, and that is oh, yeah. Project Runway. Mm. Um, so that's where I came to it, and then uh, I had a few friends that were watching Drag Race, and I mean, I knew about Logo TV, but I wasn't really paying attention to what they were broadcasting, and they were like, dude, if you like Project Runway, watch this other show. It's like Project Runway, but... More fierce. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that is exactly what it was. I've been watching since season one. We're now on season eight. Season seven was a little bit of uh, a bleh. dud. And I was a little bit scared because I thought, I'm like, oh, this is the this is the end of Drag Race. Like, it is going the way of Project Runway. I'm sure it's going to go on Lifetime and no one's going to watch it anymore. They're going to make it un- unnecessarily 90 minutes. Although, seriously, if I could watch like a three hour long version of Snatch Game, <laughs> I would do it. I would do it. Ooh, very interesting you say that. We'll get to that. Okay, go on. Yeah. Just keep that um, note for later. Right. So Snatch Game is a thing that they do every season. I mean, the games now, the uh, the games, the challenges, they repeat mm-hmm. now. So that's a thing that kind of runs its course throughout each season. Uh, but yeah, the season came back with a vengeance, oh, yeah. and I was very excited. So Daisy, first of all, who are you? Well, hey guys, I'm your friend Daisy Rosario. We've known each other for a few years now. <laughs> we uh, have an improv team that exists kind of solely when Layla is like within a hundred mile radius of the city, and <laughs> that's right. And we magically always book shows when that <laughs> happens. Um, we also do a podcast together, and I am a public radio producer. 
an audio producer, if you will. So, and, and on my show, Latino USA that I work on, I also have actually done a story about RuPaul's Drag Race. Like that is how deep my love runs. Yes. (laughs) This is the segue I want to make into just getting into the show. I remember you talking about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And at the time I didn't know that Daisy was into Oh, I'm like a drag drag race race. truther. Not Um, that that's a thing. But, like, that's my way of saying I've been watching it since season one. And, like, season one was so barely watched that they re-aired it again years later and called it the lost season. I've been watching since, like, the minute it showed up. Right. Daisy, can I give you my mental image of what I thought was going on when we were recording some serially obsessed episode and you're all, like listeners we have a hard time scheduling stuff because there's three of us on very different schedules etc mm-hmm. etc et so we have to talk about where we are but we don't go into detail about what it is we're doing wherever we are or what we have going on it's just like i'm not available but you did mention well i'll be in dc actually i'm covering drag race so i was like oh there's this show called <laughs> rupaul's drag this is what i pictured you are on the street with a video camera. I mean, not a video camera, with a mic recorder or whatever you call those <laughs> things. Ta- task cam. Just a recorder. Whatever, in your and hand. <laughs> and following, like, a parade. Because just a recorder. Because <laughs> I know DC has this huge drag race every year because I used to live there. But Oh, you thought it was an actual drag race, like, with cars. Not with cars. No, no, no. I knew it was a drag race, like drag people in drag. But DC okay. has a an, a men in drag oh. race, like a, not race, but parade. Yeah. Like they, it's something that they have. So I just thought you were out there with a recorder at night, like <laughs> talking to people. I had no idea. So now I want to know, were you at the finale? Like what were you at? I mean, I would go interview men in the street who are performing drag easily so if you know of that happening like tweet at me but um i i went to one of the opening (laughs) events for season six um and so you were in the audience yeah i like i got invited by the logo people who coordinated with me you know when you do interviews with um celebrities and people from tv shows you have to do with pr people you have to deal with you know the publicity wing of whatever channel. And so the logo team um, and the World of Wonder team, World of Wonder is the group that produces RuPaul's Drag Race, the production company itself. Um, You know, there were people there that I was in contact with because I was booking people from the show. So I interviewed, for my piece, I interviewed Michelle Visage. And I Oh, you did? Oh, my God. See, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God. Is like new to this entire world, but she's still like her reaction to Michelle Visage is the same reaction that I would have. To I had a really somebody who's interviewed Michelle Visage. I had a really fun time interviewing Michelle Visage, and I think part of that went well because it seemed like she felt like I did know my business because I knew like '80s, '90s, like club things to reference, and like she used to be in a group called Seduction. Like she was in a you know, a, like a trio group. And they had done this right. song with this other group that I still sometimes listen to at the gym. So I was like joking with her. I was like, I still sometimes listen to Crash Have Some Fun when I'm at the gym. And she was like, yeah, girl. And I was like, yes, me and Michelle Visage chatting it up. Um, and I interviewed two of the queens. Oh, my <laughs> so God. You've only watched this season, but um, the, I, the two queens I interviewed for that piece, one was from season six. Uh, it, I really focused on Puerto Rican queens because my show is Latino USA. So I interviewed a queen... Um, named April Carrion, and I also interviewed um, another queen who 
Oh my god, I feel horrible. I'm like blanking on who it is, even though I'm actually a huge fan of hers. I like have to double check now. But she had a catchphrase where she'd be like, bam! And she was so cute and like very funny. And so I just loved it. Like it was a lot of fun to interview everybody and to get to do a story. But I mostly did it in like the studio, but I got to go to some of the events and then I did get to meet some of the queens like at the event. Did you get to go to the to the runway show? Like at the end the second half of an episode? Did I get to go to what? Oh, I think they do that on a closed set. That's what? So I think that's on a closed set. Dip's asking oh. if you if you got to go to the where they walk down the runway and then they get judged by the Oh yeah, that's that's like on a closed set, like you know, I mean and they shoot in LA, so that's all you know, they'll come and oh, they'll bring right, people to town right, and they right, do right. different tours and stuff. Um but yeah. Right. It's actually it's actually a really great segment, so you guys should go and find it. We'll probably put a link on ACAST oh, so you yeah. guys can Tweet listen it to out. it. Um, but it's a it's a really great Thank it's you. a really great piece. I and so y'all should listen to it. So yeah, so I spoke to um, from season six I spoke to drag queen April Carrion. And like I said, I spoke to myself Assage. And I also spoke to Alexis Mateo. So she's another one of the Puerto Rican queens. Um, nice. she's more like listed as a uh, like Florida queen, like they only take one person who's like supposedly from the island every year. But you'll notice, um, you know, Dipti, next time you get sick, hopefully you'll go through the backlogs of earlier seasons and you'll see that they always have a oh, queen from Puerto Rico should like, I? every season. I mean, we could tell you like the best seasons to revisit because yeah. there are some years that like, like you should definitely watch season six. You should see Bianca. You should see certain people. Done. You know? I will. Yeah, Bianca's great. And also, I, my friend Paul and I, shout out to Paul, uh, we're talking about the show yesterday. And it almost feels like Bianca Del Rio kind of ends up being like the Kelly Clarkson of oh, yeah. Drag Race, mm-hmm. in a way. Because she's really the only one that's kind of m- managed to, uh, like, create and, su- not create, because she already had a career, but, like, really sustain and bolster a career and sustain it post uh Right. It, post like, she was working, swing. but this has helped like her reach a whole nother audience that she's retaining. 100%. And she's, like, putting out, like, hour-long comedy specials and, like, all this other stuff. She's really still at the forefront. Um, so much so that, like, I completely forgot that Violet Chachki was even like the winner. Although last night's gown, oh my god, that she comes her outfit out in, on the finale was sick. I don't even know how to verbalize. Like my face is just was contorting she like a in ways. She was like a corpse. There was like bugs on her. Was she the last person who came out? Yeah, when that's they, like, right. Raised yeah, yeah. The, the last thing. girl that came out. Yes. Right. Oh yeah. They right. She's wearing God. this like crazy, like really funky ass, like Disney princess gown. And she had like, she had painted some sort of like lividity on mm-hmm. her chest bone and like had like a little spider. It was such yeah, that detail. Spider. Oh my God. And just like her face, like what she was doing with it. I was like, I feel you <laughs> death. Like I just, I feel... Oh my god, it was haunting. I it was amazing. I loved it. it was amazing. And you know, the truth of the matter is that uh Violet Chachki, that's what she would you'll and you'll see on the very boring season seven. She's just good at that. She's just like Naomi Smalls, she's just good at looking yeah. gorgeous. Um 
And, you know, she's also a dancer. I don't want to, like, discredit yeah. the other things that she does. But her, I feel like her main ticket is just, like, you're beautiful and you know exactly how to contort yeah. your face and body mm-hmm. in a But she wasn't friendly, way. actually. A lot of people would talk about um, Naomi Smalls from this she season as, like, a nice friendly. version, like a friendly version of Violet Chelsea. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't 100%. wait to talk about... I can't wait to talk about Naomi Smalls. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, where do you guys want to, like, dive yeah, in? Yeah, guys, like, season eight let's is the only get one into you know, it. Dip, so, like, yeah, well... let's... Okay, um, so, so I started it completely blind. I've watched Project One Way. I stopped watching when it went to Lifetime, but, like, I understand Right, how... like everyone did. Right, yeah. yeah. it I just, to I don't know, lost garbage. its, it lost its joie de vivre, or whatever the hell. <laughs> it um, just got too long. <laughs> like, there's no reason there's to watch, no reason like, a, to watch two hours it's of Project so Runway. All of a sudden, yeah, we were seeing just, them eating I mean, and, like, I, living in the apartment. I was like, we never cared about this. Why am I like, watching I them to, eating, yeah, catering? Like, this is not a thing that I care about. Right. Yeah. Like the only time I care about reality contestants eating is if we're watching Top Chef and even that's yeah. very <laughs> iffy. I don't ever want I don't ever want to see people put food in their mouths. I just don't. Well, so anyway, I started it. I had literally I love that I went into it actually just totally carte blanche. I didn't even know that it was going to so closely follow the the cuz there's so many reality shows and contest shows, right? And um, but oh, this so is many. this is so close to Project Runway. Well, it's also can it, I just it's a hybrid of Project Runway and America's Next Top Model, right? Like it's both of those shows, which is I think part of the brilliance of it. I never watched. Right. I never watched America's Next. Oh, Top Oh, it's Model, like so it really is like that, it's both of the two. Sounds shows. about right. Yeah, which is what's great. I could see that. So I immediately Naomi was the first one to come out actually. And I just immediately was taken. <laughs> I was like, I'm in. I'm in. Where have I been? Like, I just loved everything of it. And then the fact that it was like so much so, when, oh, God, when RuPaul comes in, hello, hello, hello. Like, so much. <laughs> it was like, like, Tim Gunn was nice when he did it. But, like, RuPaul, like, his outfits and just everything, you know, when he's not in drag. And then, you know, coming around helping. All of those crazy puns that the writers write for, like, every single segment. Right. There's so many writers on this show writing these puns. I was just like, oh, I'll laugh. It's just like, I'm laughing at everything. And then when I learned that they have a lip sync (laughs) for breaking (laughs) the worst tie, I was... I mean, to think that they now have a lip sync contest TV show that was like, Drag Race has been doing this for eight years. For eight years. Yeah. Keep that stuff to yourself, Jimmy Fallon. We don't need your lip sync battle. Oh my God. Yes. Okay, Daisy, exactly. Like, it makes me so mad that like, oh, I'm white boy Jimmy Fallon. I'm going to make a lip sync (laughs) concert show. Celebrities do it. And like, it's fun, like karaoke. And it's like, No. Like, yeah. this, drag queens it's, lip sync. Like, that's what they do. Like, you go to a live performance, and if they don't make their own jokes, exactly. they lip sync to celebrity songs. Come on. Yeah. Like, I, I so seriously... aggravating. In one episode, the one where it was the Britney Spears and... I forget oh, who else. Derek Barry. Well, Derek Barry. Insert villain <laughs> sound bom, bom, here. Bom, bom. And then the other... And bom, then... Bom, bom. Oh, well, he wasn't... 
as much of a villain to me. We'll get to that. But when they're that particular lip sync off. No, 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 no. It was the one. I think this might have. No, it was the one where it was Blondie and Call Me. It was uh, episode four, mm-hmm. I think. Um, uh, that's when I I literally got. I, I messaged you <laughs> both. I got up because I was kind of lying down. I got up and I was clapping to myself and smiling and cheering so hard. I was dying and I was just like, I love this show so much. I want to eat it. Like, I just. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, eight years in, they still get really great guests. I like. This yes. year they had um, Amy and Amy David Sedaris, Sedaris both oh guests. Oh. No, but I love the moment. Mark yeah, Shane, Jones, just, speaking so of the good. blondie one, I love the moment because you had um, Debbie Harry and Chris Klein there. And like Chris is like Chris Stein. And Chris right. is like, uh, excuse me. I know that you can't wear the same like pair of shoes more than once. And I was like, yeah, what homeboy is like bringing it like, oh, like. Daisy, yeah. he mentioned at least five times during that panel. He's like, I've been watching yeah. this since the beginning. I was I've like, been Chris Stein, this since the and I, I love you it. so much. I love that it has so many dedicated yes. fans. And then, like, the Game of Thrones person and the finale went on. And then Margaret Cho. And just, like, I love... Because the thing that I love about the show, just on a macro level, was how... Yes, it was a competition, and yes, it got fierce and, like, cutthroat and everything, but it was just, the message always stayed so wonderful, and it was all, like, just accept yourself and boo who you mm-hmm. are, and it was, like, to all the LGBT. And that is not new to the show, Dip, so... is the thing. Like, that actually is what was always such a standout yeah, part of the show. that's been since, like, season like, one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, that's not a new part. It's like, that's part of what's really always been special about this show. I, I like waiting for you to like text me while you're watching my heart of this show. (laughs) To me, I think that's one of the most important things about this show. It's like such, not only is it like fun and like delightful to watch, but it is really empowering because at least at like at least two or three queens that. I don't know, like find themselves or maybe they Mm. didn't feel like they were accepted or like even in this year where kimchi's like, yeah, my mom doesn't know that I do drag. Yeah. At all. And, and revealing something so deep, like that she's a virgin. I mean, that is not, that is just not a thing that just happens in season eight. Like every, every season there's someone that just like trudges up some, uh, you mm-hmm. know, deep dark secret that's just like you found yourself. Praise mm-hmm. Jesus! Those you know? those confessionals were some of my favorite parts, especially in those early episodes. Every episode, I'd be like, oh, "It's makeup time." What are we going to It's always when the chat is happening. It's like while they beat their faces, they're like, "We have things to tell you." Right. It's interesting enough just watching them put their makeup yes. on. I mean, it's an art, but yeah. like to also hear them like. Like, they're such artists, and we don't even see, like, the Project Runway part of it where they're making their hair the and the clothes. Yeah. Like, the, the dresses, they are full-on fashion designers. And the challenges were even hard. Even the ones that don't, uh, and even the ones that don't really know how to sew, they yeah. pull out all stops to, like, make these really great Ugh. pieces. You guys, yeah, And I, I know they, like, away. they bring certain props from home, and there's all of that, but... There is a lot of, uh, there's a lot of ingenuity that happens in the show that I think is still really fantastic. Speaking of props from home, Chi Chi was like brought up 
more times than I w- was wanted to hear it. Like, well, you know, but like, I don't have that money. And then they were like, you're on a show. You have an unlimited budget pretty much. And my question for you is, what are they bringing? Like, do you have to bring stuff from home? Because I thought that they could just get everything that they wanted. No, no. I understand that no. So, so you're, so you're wrong on both fronts. So okay, Chi Chi yeah. probably, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, this is fine. You're a, like a newcomer. You're Welcome. A newcomer. Thank you Welcome for accepting me. Thank you. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, it's actually really sad. And it's, uh, and if I can go on a tangent, yeah. it's one of the things that I got really sad about Chi Chi, uh, for a while. Cause Chi Chi is clearly like not the most, uh, like wealthy queen she lives in shreveport louisiana which is not really even like a major city it's like a suburb ish and it's not close to a major city and so yeah when you're a queen and you get uh invited to drag race you Mm -hmm. bring what you have oh yeah typically you're bringing typically you're bringing your best pieces because you know like okay i gotta i gotta present and i gotta present my best self so you're bringing your Mm -hmm. best pieces your best wigs your best uh padding your best dresses like all that shit and then yeah you don't get carte blanche because i mean those girls would literally like buy crazy versace gowns if they had like an unlimited and there are some on certain seasons that have like talked about how like they spend a lot of money on their fashion and like other ones are like well i'm a seamstress i make all my stuff so it just depends like what season you're watching how much you hear about it i would say now that i'm thinking about it yeah we didn't hear as much about that this season except for through chi chi but, um, yeah, like, they have to show up kind of, you know, sometimes they'll have a challenge where they have to make a thing with some of the materials that they're given. But ultimately, right. like, they bring a base of their stuff. Okay, hearing you say this now, uh, and I, I cried during RuPaul's Drag Race, makes me want to cry mm-hmm. again for Chi-Chi because yeah, I love I think Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi. Was, personally, I think Chi-Chi was robbed. I don't, Rob- like, yeah, he- I, loved, I loved Naomi Smalls. I thought she was really great. Uh, but we Ooh. saw Naomi Smalls win last win. La- I put win in quotes, but like we saw Naomi Smalls win last year with the win of Violet Chachki. I really would have liked to have seen a more varied three runner-up queens where Chichi would have been in there. I think if she, I know she was still trying to like figure out what her voice was, but I think given her limited amount of resources, I thought she was still really creative. And I also think she was one of those Queens that, uh, came from such an original place because she wasn't tainted by a city. Like she was just really coming from a, uh, like a, a small, like a but small I love town Chi-Chi, place. And like, I, you and I have like chatted about this a little, I loved Chi Chi. I wasn't really mad at the decision uh-huh. to let her go when they did. And even though I, loved Chi Chi but I just didn't she didn't feel overly original to me she felt more like somebody who was like doing kind of like pretty basic drag because she didn't she hadn't developed like whatever her thing was gonna be yet right like she would say like I'm the dancing queen and we like saw her dance at times so and I'm like you know go home go on tour like go figure it out and then figure out how like your looks and like your ability to dance can start to become more of like your thing right but I thought she was like wonderful and I loved yeah. her arc I see where Chi Chi really does still need to develop her voice, except that I think that compared to someone like uh, like Naomi Smalls, who has been working in a city, who has, I guess, been sort of developing her voice, I just feel like 
Chi Chi's voice will be a, will be a lot stronger and would be a lot stronger if she was given the resources yeah. to really thrive. Interesting. Which is not going to happen in a place yeah. like Shreveport. But, uh, my apologies to Shreveport. I've been to Shreveport. <laughs> why have you been to times, Shreveport many of times? It's fine. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Uh, because my aunt lives in Oil City. Oil City. So I've been to Shreveport maybe I'm like, like saying twice these or names thrice. as if I can't believe them. Yeah. Mostly because I just have different associations with them. Oil City to me is like the place where uh, my boyfriend was born, but in another state. But it's also called Oil City. And then Shreveport is actually where one of my best friends, my friend Jeannie, who unfortunately is no longer with us, um, she's from Shreveport. So I oh. was rooting for Chi Chi in this yeah. very like Jeannie's hometown kind of way. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's why I kept thinking that the directors were going to pull to Big Frida every time Chi-Chi was up there. Not because Big Frida is from Shreveport, but yeah. because she's Louisiana. from NOLA and there's like the Louisiana mm-hmm. love. Yeah. Um, I could hear Chi-Chi talk for oh my the rest God. of my life just on a recording. I, I, lo- I, love, I love her oh, so much. 100%. I, I just want to know what you. she's fixing to do. Like, I was like, she is so cute. Yeah. She was great. It's like, I just want to go over your house and, like, maybe you'll make me some chitlins. Like, we're just going to have, like, a real good time. And <laughs> oh, you're just going to tell me what's what. You're going to read me up yeah. and down and I'll take it. You can say every... Totally. You can say, you. the library is open. <laughs> like, just... I have to say, of all the contestants, there were some I did not like, of course. Um, Derek Barry. But... Derek Barry. No, I want me... Derek Barry. <laughs> I didn't... I I did not mind Derek Ugh. Barry. I know that he had was one tune. This is the newest Ugh. thing about you. This is the Ugh. newest thing about you no. is that you did not mind Derek Barry. <laughs> I know, I know he was just oh. Britney, but he tried a little Literally, bit. Why did he why was he there for so long? Go away, Derek Barry. Oh. Okay, tell me why you guys hate him. Because he didn't so do much. nothing. Because that motherfucker is a one-trick pony, and he deserves yes, I to be agree. axed by episode three. So here's a little context, right? Like, this season, if I'm thinking about it, there's a lot that I really love. I thought it was a much stronger season than seven. Like, what a great turnaround. But they also found people that were, like, kind of fun. Kimchi, wildly creative. Um, Bob, great personality. Um, Amazing. All of these, you know, things. Yes. But if you saw how creative so many of them were through the years, you would have a lot less patience for the mess that was Derek Barry is the thing. Like, it's not just that it's like, cool. Like you're good at impersonating people, but it's not about that. And there was not even people, Daisy, not even people, one fucking person, one person. And she couldn't block her eyebrows. She couldn't block her eyebrows, but like, I also like I just don't get Britney Spears like I don't she's boring like I'm the same age as Britney Spears I'm always like cool yes like some fun songs but like people would compare her to Madonna and I was like don't even start with me so like I already am like Britney is like meh and then you're like impersonating a meh person and you can't even break out of that there have been queens on other seasons that were very clearly really 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 into like share like specific people but they still always could like turn out things where you felt like they knew how to do other stuff and Derek Barry just could oh Oh, yeah right so much so so like it was really like watching like being like hey dude I know you've watched these other seasons like how are you not understanding that you have to do more than this thing that's the thing though Daisy I guarantee you because Derek Barry is one of these people and this is one of the things that frustrates me and guys, I'm sorry, but I'm going to go on like a little 
improv analogy. Derek Barry is the guy who joins improv classes like level one. And he's like, I've done improv in college. And he thinks he knows exactly what he's doing. And it's like, you're not funny. And you suck. (laughs) And you're also like panhand. Like you're just like showboating the whole time in a way that's like really gross and like not, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like improv centric. And, and like, trust me when I tell you, I want to murder myself. Because <laughs> I just made an improv analogy. But that's, <laughs> but that's literally how I feel about Derek Barry. I think he came in being like, I'm a Vegas showgirl. Like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm Britney Spears. Ugh. I make a fuck ton of money. Also, like, like, why would you go see a Britney Spears impersonator when Britney Spears is in Las Vegas? Like, that's where Britney Spears is all the time right now. <laughs> I don't even understand that. Right. And also, like, that's like me being like, I'm going to go impersonate Carrot Top. Two things. Like, Derek Barry always kept coming for the same two people. Bob, who he was, like, just completely not able to come for. Like, it was like, stop trying to come for Bob. You're not right. ever. Like, don't don't mess with that, dude. No. Like, know your limitations. And then Naomi Smalls, who, whether or not, like, most talented, like, clearly very friendly. So it was like, you're going after the friendliest queen yeah. and the cleverest queen who could crush you. Stop it. Also, I think at some point, and I might be wrong with this, but I feel like there was a a backstory that Derek kind of told about how he got into drag. And it was literally like, oh, it was Halloween and I didn't know who to dress up as. So someone said Britney and then I've been doing drag ever since. (laughs) Fuck you. It is one of the least compelling stories of why somebody was doing drag that I've ever heard. Right. It's just like, oh, you fell into it. Like what I want to hear, what I love about Drag Race is hearing kids being like, listen, my mom had a bunch of beautiful dresses and I loved beautiful dresses, too. So like I made not like oh, it's a Halloween party and I just dressed up like Britney Spears. And then ever since then, I've had a career. Fuck <laughs> off. I don't want to hear that shit. It's boring. All right. Well, you guys made a compelling case against Derek <sighs> Barry. Who else did you not like, though, Dip? I didn't, like, love Derek Barry, but I didn't hate him with your vehemence, but now I feel like I might have to hate. Wait, okay, so, but I want to know, who did you, because there's always a queen to hate, so who was your queen to hate wasn't Derek Barry? Acid Betty. Ooh. Yep, close runner-up. I would have, I would have done that I didn't hate Acid Betty, I was just like, yo, Acid Betty, chill. She just just needed to tone it down. Take it easy. Chill, chill out. Like, because yeah. Acid Betty, okay, first of all. Acid Betty was like the puck of this season. She reminded yeah. me of Puck. She was like Real puck. World San Season Francisco. three. <laughs> yeah. No, this is why I hated Acid Betty, was I found Acid Betty's um, outfits extremely ornate and interesting, obviously. Like, so cool. But yeah. what I learned about myself, you guys, during RuPaul's Drag Race is that I have preferences for drag yeah. queens that I never <laughs> knew I had. And I realized that I, I, it's, it's not, I totally appreciate the aesthetic of an Acid Betty and some other, and I'm um, like, you want a Glamazon. And, you love the Glamazon Thorgy. look. Like I put Thorgy a little bit in the same mm-hmm. camp aesthetic wise as Acid Betty. Uh-huh. And I, I appreciate what they do. Well, first of all, I, I will talk about Thorgy later. We'll all talk about Thorgy later. But Acid Betty, uh, yeah, I realize I like a Glamazon, but not like Bob. Like, not, so I like Naomi Smalls. Kimchi is beautiful in her ornate, insane 
costumes. Who else? I mean, there were there were others that were just. I do like the. So less were you harsh. like in love with Robbie Turner? Because Robbie Turner oh. did very like old Hollywood glam. Like, can I tell you something? I felt you didn't like Robbie Turner. I did not like Robbie, Robbie Turner. Ooh, I did not. Like I Robbie, Robbie Turner, Turner. I just kept being like. Oh, you don't know how to fun right now. I didn't like. I just Robbie meant Turner's looks wise, not personality yeah. wise. I just mean like. No, but like I felt like his tension like came across no matter the situation. So like even on the runway, That's I was like, true. "Oh, you're doing that this look, and I just can't." Like you look uncomfortable, so I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, like right. I I liked Robbie Turner um, out of drag. And in drag, I did not like Robbie Turner. And I realized there were a lot of people that I liked out of drag, but not in drag, and then vice versa. Right. Um, but Robbie Turner was wonderful, I thought, in the show. But I did not like the way she looked as a Betty Davis or whatever old Hollywood. It just, it didn't work for me. I'm not, I'm like, you're trying to be these glamorous, beautiful old Hollywood women, and you don't look beautiful mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Like, I just didn't think it was well done. And not that you have to look, I feel bad saying beautiful, but I'm sorry, drag a lot of it. Like, if you're trying to be beautiful, then I'm expecting you to be like Naomi Smalls, who is just straight up gorgeous. Except I did not think that she was as gorgeous in the grand finale. I mean, she's good at, like, posing gorgeously. I don't know if she's the most actually gorgeous, but yeah. Right. Yeah, she definitely knows how to mm-hmm. put it up for the camera, for th- sure. She was gorgeous up until that grand finale to me. Mm-hmm. In drag. In drag. I mean, also out of drag, but, um, but yeah, I, I did not. Yeah, so I did not like, like out of drag. Turner. I was like, oh, you're so cute. Oh, Look at you, you little sweetie. I loved him. You little sweetie so from cute. a the reason, family. Right. I did not get, I mean, I really wanted Naomi Smalls to win it all. I thought it was a no-brainer, and I was shocked when Bob won. Even though, like, Bob won the, like. Wow. You were shocked. Yeah, I felt Bob like, yeah, because see, that's interesting, yeah. because I, I felt think, like Naomi was just, was like, no, was never, ever going to win it. It was just in the top three to be like, as like a, a yeah, filler, a filler yeah, as like filler. a, congratulations on like having an arc. But Naomi, Naomi could dance could look beautiful, could make outfits, could... Naomi could do a lot. It was She wasn't a one-trick pony. Well, a lot think. of people would call God her definitely queen, though, like, and they would had... consider that a one-trick pony. I don't think of her much... She could move okay, but yeah. she wasn't confident in her dancing. Um, right. I will say that... Uh, and, and this comes from... Because Daisy and I, I have watched a We're bunch like of We're like mixing shorthand seasons. and not. I think by episode... <laughs> Right. And so, like, I think by see- by episode two, I think we were very convinced that Bob was going to mm-hmm. make it to the top three. Oh, really? I, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. 100%. I mean, this is a thing that you'll, like, learn with, t- <laughs> with time as you watch Thank Drag you. Race. <laughs> they are... A skill um, and, to achieve in life. And, <laughs> but you know what, Dip? Honestly, it's kind of a little bit of Drag Race's downfall. It's now no longer surprising who ends up at the top oh. three. Well, that's how it is opinion. in The Bachelor, apparently, and Bachelorette. Like, it's like, Yeah, I you think know. you can, like, once you start watching a lot of this, you kind of know yeah. what the producers are going to, yeah. like, go. That's actually for. funny. You um, know what it makes me I think was of? Very... There are, without giving away names, I would say in early seasons of the show, anybody who knows the show would know that this is true. In very early seasons of the show, the people who won were really people that were good at looks, and their wins have not 
been considered popular over the long term because people are like, yeah, they're pretty, but like, I want to go like see somebody who's like going to wow me when they perform. Um, because these people, they, they, these Queens, they go on tour after. Right. And so fans come out and they like see them live. And that's really Um, how they make their bread and butter. Even season one, I was always like, why is this person winning season two? Why is this person winning? Um, and I would say that those people based on your description of your experience are probably people that you would have been like, they would win. But I was like, having been to drag shows, I was very like, I don't know what I would see when I see them. Like, cool, they'll come out in a good oh, dress, but like, I want to see them be a, a an entertainer because they live this nightlife life. Right. You have to like, own a space, you know? So, and it's not necessarily about being funny, right? Because there are some other queens that I thought really managed to have big, great personalities, but also be really kind of interesting and stuff. Um, so it's not necessarily about making jokes, but it just... Like, when you see a drag queen, what they do is they perform. Like, if you're going to pay to see them, that's what they do. So if this person is going to have a, make a living for years, but also particularly for the next year, going to clubs and being highlighted as the winner, then you want some, like, personally, I want somebody that's going to come out and do more than just, like, look good. They need to know, like, how to work the room. And so, you know, Naomi Smalls, like, yeah, that, could right. never, like, Naomi Smalls, I'd be like, you're so sweet. Like, let's take selfies. But then, like. I don't know that I'm going to get through mm. the patience of, like, watching her do a right. song. Yeah. It's not like she's mm-hmm. electrifying enough that when you, she, because uh, even, the, I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like, even Violet Chachsky, for as much as she was not my favorite queen, I mean, she comes out on that thing and you're just like, ugh. But, uh, to your point, Daisy, like, how long does that last? For, like, five minutes? If I'm there for a show that you're at for, like, mm-hmm. 20 minutes great like I just I mean it just seems like I just blow my load in the first five minutes when you walk out and then I'm sort of like well now I'm done with you and I want to give you cab money and I've been to some of those shows and you really do find yourself you're like cool this song's still going I'm looking at my watch like it's actually a little weird right yeah like I'm yeah done here yeah 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 100% have you guys ever um seen one of the drag race shows on tour like over the summer have you ever been it like desire have you ever desired to see it yeah i've seen some of the ex drag race uh folks yeah. at other shows that aren't like drag race sanctioned uh-huh. uh, but i have not seen any like official drag race yeah shows. the only official drag race show i saw probably because they're a little they more expensive little and i'm cheap um the, uh, the, I've seen a bunch of them perform in different settings also, kind of like Layla said, unofficial, as it were. But the one show, like when I said I went to that premiere party, they did have all of the queens come out and do a lip sync of a song that they chose. And it was actually really funny because it's the beginning of the season. So I had never... It was an interesting experience because it was for um, season six. And I had never, ever kind of been exposed to the queens before watching the show. So I was having a very opposite experience than I ever had before. But what was funny was the ones who really just fell flat in the room were the same ones who went home early on the show. Like, as I ended up watching, oh. you know, not knowing that, right? Like, I hadn't watched the season yet. Like, the season was about to premiere. So it was actually really funny seeing who, like, we were all yeah. like, Ugh, and then those people, like, on the show ended up being like, Ugh, as well. So, yeah, it was interesting. Now would be a good time for a little bit of a break. Then we'll come back and we'll hear what what else we have to say about this fantastic season of Drag Race. 
Hey guys, uh, regarding Bob, I realized early on that I didn't like him. And I felt... <gasps> oh my god! What? Okay, okay. Yeah, did he hate showboaters? What's a... Sh- what, how'd you define a showboater? Like, just like a ham? Uh, no, it's more than that. What's a show? I don't know, you always talk about how you don't like, um, people that you think are, like, full of themselves, right? Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. Well, oh, okay, Daisy, but in the beginning... Like that first episode where they come out and they're like, I am fabulous and like all that stuff. I was loving it because I'm like, yeah, you're allowed first, first. to say this okay. because. But also, did first, you first. not love Bob's. I was just saying what? first, first. I'm just shouting Wait, first, oh, first, first. No, for me, for me, the best, the best Bob look for me forever is that amazing bathing suit that spells the oh word. Oh my God. Cunt. Oh, <laughs> I yes. can't even. You I know can't. what? I He's, saw that and I was like, I need that one piece bathing suit in my. I also life. love the Madonna my look, like, where it was pulled from an awards show. Because what were all with the kimonos? What was with all the kimonos? Oh, okay. Nobody thinks of Madonna as a that kimono. Like me, those are just a bunch of people who have kimonos and are okay. like, this can double. That's like so frustrating that challenge daisy i was watching it with my friend paul again shout out to paul he and i have been watching this season what up paul together shout out paul most of the time what up paul i met him Um, on uh on the cam oh that's right yeah you met him one night because he he was coming over to watch (laughs) drag race right Right. after we had recorded another episode of the obsession sessions um and we were watching and we're like this is madonna this Bitch is motherfucking iconic. Multiple, like, like every single one of these It was like 22 kimonos. I know kimono. this season only started with like 10 drag queens or so, but there still managed to be like 22 kimonos and not everyone did a kimono. It was insane. I've never, Madonna has so many like looks. That's 1997 so Everybody Madonna. went for the kimono look, which is like not even, it's like really out of all the looks. So much so that when Bob came out, in that like a girl scout show, boy scout Madonna look, yeah. look. Girl Scout which was so poignant the padding on was so many on levels. Point. It was like well and the padding was on point. It was one of those things where like, bitch, you just won this because all of these other motherfuckers decided to come out in a, a goddamn robe. <laughs> that was a really Whatever. weird episode, oh, you guys. That cha- that, that challenge made me weird. so angry. That that challenge made me so angry because it wasn't even like the first or second challenge. <laughs> so Dip, I yeah. have a question for you, even though I'm your yes. guest, I'm just curious. Like, what was it? I, I'm curious about the judging for you. Like, what did you think of the judges? Oh, um, we okay. talked a little bit about some special guests, but obviously the most regular ones are Michelle Visage and Ross Matthews and, and um, Carson and Carson Cressley. So yeah, right. what'd you think of that crew and, and the way that RuPaul handled things? Okay. Um, I had no idea who any of the judges were going to be. And I was immediately so happy. It was Carson. Cause I used to watch career <laughs> for the straight guy. And so I was just so, so, so happy. And I also thought, wow, he's had a lot of plastic surgery, but whatever. I still <laughs> love him. Um, um, uh, the other guy, what's his name? Uh, Ross Matthews. Ross, Ross Matthews. Matthews, I know from E. Like, I was so happy just because 
I mean, the writers write the dumbest puns, but I was like, I'm into it. Whatever. They're it's so fun. Dumb Honestly, it's so um, dumb there's fun. a lot of puns, like, in that culture, which is also why you see them a lot in Sex and the City. Ah. Uh, ah, uh, um, yeah, Sex yeah, and the yeah. City was, there were women writers, but it was run by, the show was run by a gay man, so. Yeah. Like, punny stuff is, like, part of the right. vibe. And I, I, I enjoyed it. And then Michelle Visage, I had no idea who she was. I loved her. I loved her, loved her, loved her. She, I liked yeah, there's nothing to dislike about her. And then guest judge wise, I liked um although I don't think he contributed too much, but I loved that they had Mark Jacobs just because oh, yeah. he's an icon like fashion wise. Mm-hmm. Um I love that he fucking cares to be a judge on like this amazing show that I had never watched before. Um I love that, you know, obviously Debbie Harry and the founder who's like or the other co founder of you know, Blondie that was like, shout out to Chris. I've watched your show for, since the beginning. Um, I loved mm-hmm. obviously Amy and David, like just the fact that oh they God. could get all these people on spoke. Like it was like giving credit, you know, like, you don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to say that. It's like, Oh, it's for whatever it is, but I'm sorry. Like, uh, like big people that like I respect or right. think are awesome or these huge ass celebrities. If they come on a show like this, it is, extra meaningful makes me be like sure. yeah, they also fan out like so hard like a lot of them yeah they fan like, out like yeah really they hard. will have some guests come on that are like oh my god i love this show this is my favorite show thank you so much for having me and they're like losing their minds and it's yeah, yeah they're losing fantastic their it makes and sometimes sense. dip it's so interesting that you bring this up because it kind of reminds me of the phone conversation that we had a couple of weeks ago where I was telling you all these people that are obsessed with the Real Housewives oh. franchise on Bravo, yeah. uh-huh. where it's like, you'll have like, you know, Andy Cohen does this like post show called right. Watch What Happens Live, and he'll have people on like Michael Rappaport, who yeah. is oh. obsessed Which is amazing. with the Real Housewives. That's to the point so where you're like, funny. God damn it, like Michael Rappaport like, knows like what Ramona Singer is up to. It's like, so <laughs> weird. It's, I love it. It's so weird and it's so funny. And it's the for me, it's like the ultimate version of like stars. They're just like us. Yeah, totally. They're just like, like us. They're watching reality yeah. TV. Well, honestly. You're watching reality TV and you're getting like super swept up in it. And just I all mean, of that makes me feel a like big, Better big about myself, big time a listers like of like whether you like them or not, like whether it's Jennifer Aniston or or Brad Pitt or just like crazy ass a listers when they talk about these ridiculous reality shows, it fills my soul with joy, and I don't even <laughs> watch them, but I'm just like, yeah, come on, people, like we all just want to turn our brain off. None of us are above it. Like we're just like mm-hmm. voyeurs in this world. But um, but we're Lassie, all just I left people sailing along, people. trying to watch other people get drunk and yeah. crazy. <laughs> we're just right. We're all passengers <laughs> on spaceship Earth. Spaceship right. Earth. It's Might just as well you enjoy and the Carl ride. Sagan and Andrewian <laughs> and yeah. Neil deGrasse and Tyson is having his backlash now. So yeah, all these so people. I saved RuPaul for last. I have some things I want to say about RuPaul. Let's discuss um, RuPaul. Let's discuss yes. RuPaul. So, um, obviously, uh, I am a product of the 80s and 90s, and I know RuPaul. Um, I think RuPaul's fabulous. Uh, I barely knew that she had the show Drag Race, but if not for you two talking about it randomly over the past couple of years. and um, But, like, I've always thought, like, 
that's fun. That's cool that this, you know, this person made that, like, took it to the mainstream, which is a very difficult thing to do, to take something yeah. so taboo, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, when I was watching it, I would just fall in love with RuPaul's kindness and, and like, when RuPaul would come in as a man in those amazing, crazy suits. Right. And the Tim so, Gunn time. The Tim Gunn. When, yeah. when RuPaul was Tim Gunn, I just, I loved him so much. He was just so kind and wonderful and not mean. You know what I mean? And then like. But like honest too. Like being like, that's and not honest. enough. So like, like what really? are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And like would just give them that one. It's like in yoga class with like, Let's just move you over like a few inches or centimeters. But then like RuPaul on stage. Who never okay, looks Ru- bad. No, oh, never. I I just could stare at RuPaul forever. Not even just from the look, but the way yes. RuPaul moves her eyes. Like when so she- many Well, I was just like these queens like all look incredible on the show so often, and then RuPaul like starts every runway by coming out and just looking more amazing than they'll ever look. Like yeah, every single time you're like, here's this, and you're like, oh, that's how you do that. Like right, like you know, you can say you can say what's her face. Um, oh God, why am I blinking? Who hosts uh, Project Runway? Um, Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum is gorgeous. Heidi Klum is a model. Does Heidi Klum make clothes that are amazing? No. But does RuPaul embody everything that this contest is about? Yes. So it just means way more to me that RuPaul's up there. And just RuPaul, when she's watching the lip sync contest, and you just look at her, when she's looking at the contest, first of all, when she she cares, like she's in it. She cares about every single one of those bitches on stage. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that, like, even if you lost, or like even someone like Layla McQueen, who is like out by like episode two, right? Well, that double elimination. You, I mean, it's like RuPaul was not. You cannot get on RuPaul stage and not know how to do. Um, ha- I will survive. I will survive. RuPaul's just like that that's is like the quintessential. Yeah, it's like a quintessential thing. Um, I'm sorry, Dip. I just want to go back really yeah, sure. quickly to the RuPaul thing. Um, RuPaul, I don't know if you guys out there know this, but RuPaul has a really great podcast with Michelle Visage, uh, called What's the Tea? Uh, and it just, everything that comes out of RuPaul's mouth is super motivational. Like, he reads a whole bunch of, um, oh, fuck, what is that motivational writer's name? Um, which one? Daisy, help me out. There's you so know many. Which one I'm talking about? I don't know which one. Eckhart Tolle. Uh, Eckhart Tolle. Is yes, Eckhart Tolle. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Eckhart Tolle. I was right. He reads like so much joy. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, guys. guys. I read <laughs> a lot of Eckhart Tolle. Helping a sister out. Um, he reads so much of that, and it shows in like every single manifestation of his thought process with Michelle. And Michelle is like. Michelle is fun and she's super smart. Um, I think she comes off way more smart on the podcast than she kind of does on the show. Oh yeah, she's having yeah. fun that, on the show. You know, not to say that Michelle comes off as like dumb on, on Drag Race, no. but um, but I think she gives just, great critique. She'll be like, "Your makeup, she, step it up. right, right, right." But, but yeah, she, she gets I mean, more chance very, to like, like thrive on the exactly. Yeah, on this podcast, she talks a lot more about her personal beliefs and like. How she kind oh, of I would like philosophizes that. life, and it's really good. It's called "What's the Tea." It's excellent, and See, I would totally I recommend. I it. didn't get to know her personality 
really on the show. You'll get to know it on What's the Tea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's what I think is really interesting. Again, not because I think she comes off as dumb on the show on Drag Race, but I think because you really kind of get to know the inside workings of Michelle Visage. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to know more about her. Yeah. You know, and, the, she, and, and she and Rue have, like, such a great chemistry between one another. They've been friends I mean, for just, so long. It's, yeah. it's, and it's real. It's like it's a real friendship. Really great. It's not a casting thing. It's a... Yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. Like, you can tell that these guys have been friends for ages. Uh, and they, you know... They, like, bolster each other up and they tear each other down in, like, the best of ways mm-hmm. that friendships would. I need to um, and really it's a really great somebody. podcast. Yeah. What's the tea? You know, I, yeah, I need Little to listen to that. Out. I just think, like, yeah. when, like, when RuPaul, whenever RuPaul would be, I'm talking the, the runway stuff. Mm-hmm. Just even the, like, for your life, 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 you know, and it just does that. Yeah. Like, every tiny little thing about the show it's just, like a show. It was a show, and but like here's the thing: reality shows is they're productions. We've all heard enough, or read about enough, or somehow know or know someone who's been on a reality show. Like it's all very. It's just so produced, and yes, of course, this is really produced. But the fact that like Drag Race just maintains somehow still this level of true sympathy and empathy and caring mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and like. And, like, this is about more than just winning a competition. It's about helping these however many um, queens, like, get, you know, start off, help them on their journey, and meanwhile help all the other people who are lost in life or whatever, you know, um, right. go on theirs by watching and being inspired. Mm-hmm. But just, like, RuPaul, like, the way everything and don't fuck it up, you know? It's like it wasn't so, like, oh, let's all be kumbaya, you know? It had yeah. that, like, cut through. It was a Basically, it was just RuPaul embodied the perfect blend of fun, funny, this is cutthroat, you better bring it, but I still love you, girl. You know, yeah. it was just so... Well, I think I, that's the oh. genius of that sh- of the show, and that's why I love right. it so much. And it also makes so much sense if you know about like that community on some level, right? Because you're yeah. talking about a, a subculture that is much maligned, that is formed of people who sometimes are very actively pushed out of their homes. There's a reason you hear them talk about their drag mothers and like the families that they have like created on the fly. So it's like, they have to be tough, but they have to like be open to finding their own new families and they have to be able to adjust and be creative and smart and interesting. But they also have to like figure out how to get by on their own. And I think if anybody else was trying to do this show, if somebody, if it just got hot, it's like, if there was just some like show, like a live show in New York that people were like, Ooh, drag is interesting. And then some production company decided to do a show on it. It wouldn't be this. It's like, right. RuPaul Daisy, is coming totally. out of with like pure, like love and understanding of what that, um, community right. is having grown up in it of being like a punk himself of like, not necessarily yeah. trying to be a particular thing at the time, but just wanting to say, fuck it all. Like, I'm not playing by your rules. And there is such a wonderful vibe, but also this need to like survive and come together as a family. And so like that to me is what's amazing about the show is that you really do. And you'll see this over many seasons. Like anybody, like I'm like legit excited for you to like get to check out other seasons at a certain point. Cause there are like amazing moments between some of these people where they're just like, they are so like, 
they're they're right. freaking sharp as fuck because they have to be and they can be so clever and like witty and just burn the shit out of each other but at the same because they have to be right because they have to like defend themselves because defend that's themselves. what's been like yeah. thrown at them their whole lives but at the same time they've had to like create a home they're so like... they're so supportive of each other it's never right. just yeah. about being catty the way it is on other shows and it's never just about like whatever it is both yeah. because like they have lived and I think... that experience right and I and I honestly feel like the biggest example of that is totally Bianca Del mm-hmm. Rio, um, who's just like she will tear you down so quickly. She is smarter than and, all of us. She's smarter than all of us, and she yeah, just like quick as a whip. But then at the same time, like she will be the wind beneath your wings, mm-hmm. like and like and she will flow between really helping. both of those worlds in like points, like in fractions of a second, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, and so it's just really interesting. Dip, what I would really like to know, um, again, as you are a freshman into the yes. drag race Frosh. world, um, what was your favorite uh, challenge? Knowing that, you know, match game is the, you know, it's one of the game. games that kind of comes up every season, but which challenge did you like? Okay, well, I'll tell you my least favorite. My two least favorite was, was match game. game, and then you're going to make Daisy and the- I like fall over backwards in our chairs yeah you guys just fall over you might as well just kill yourself like i hated it so much even though <laughs> even though drag queen bob's uzo what you know from uh uzo Abelina, crazy eyes yeah crazy eyes yeah. was just so phenomenal and yes betty i mean bob drag queen bob deserves to win like I get oh God, it, man. She did like two impressions. She also it did was... Carol Channing. Can we just discuss for a moment that there was a like kind of a joke, like oh, Carol Channing being played by a black man. Carol Channing is half black and like didn't come out about that in her life until she was like already in her eighties. And I thought it was a really interesting story. And I thought it was super weird that they never even mentioned like, yeah, Carol Channing is half black. Anyway, in the finale, Bob gets a video from Carol Channing, and like, oh, my heart died. Oh, okay, yeah. I... I... Seriously, yeah. I died because I literally thought that Carol Channing was dead. No, she's alive, and I knew she was alive. She is so weird, and I love her. I love Carol Channing. Anyway, I, I do want I want, I do want to get back to Dipti's thought. That was just an appropriate aside for the mention. Oh, one thing that I hated in that was Acid Betty was like, yeah, I sucked as Nancy Grace. But then he was like, but the game sucks. And I'm like, fuck you, Acid Betty. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. you. I already hate you. And now you're like, but it's because the game sucks. And like, yeah. I'm just like, uh-uh. Like, it just, shut up. But anyways, um, I didn't, I just, I don't know. I didn't like it. I, but I also didn't like that president challenge at all. Where you had to smear. <gasps> you like the best challenges. Yeah. God damn it, Dip. What Those is, are my two what? favorites, Dip. Although, I, I, fun fact. I don't like it. Um, so I watched, so in New York, there are plenty of bars that will show Drag Race and you can go watch them. And so the night of that episode, the night they showed the one where the presidential challenge or the kind of campaign challenge, if you will, I went to Metropolitan Bar in Brooklyn, which is a gay bar in Williamsburg. Oh, with some I've friends. been there many times with my friends. Many it's times. fun. That would and be fun. All season they had Thorgy hosting <gasps> no! Drag Night. So like every week Thorgy would host and we would all watch the show. And so we went and we were so excited. And that was the episode that oh Thorgy my got eliminated. And like oh the whole god. room was in shock and we were like, oh my God. And like the minute Thorgy got eliminated, like like Thorgy was like, what? Should I have stayed home and cried about it alone? Wait, this is more fun. Are you kidding me? 
No, Daisy, it was this is incredible. Yeah, me and my friends Rich That's and Doug. So shout out to Rich and I, Doug, my loves. Oh, speaking of Thorgy, oh, I'm going to tell you my favorite challenge first, and then I want to talk about a couple more people. We guys, we haven't talked about Kim. What was your favorite but, challenge? Um, my favorite challenge, I think, was um, I had two. I had two. I had, okay. I had, okay, I had one and a runner-up. Runner-up favorite challenge was the new wave or punk or whatever one. I thought that the ones <laughs> that lost Duh. were terrible. Right. No we should have called this, Layla. We should have called yeah. this. Yeah. I yeah, mean, no it was the, surprise there. it was the Debbie Harry one. I mean, I just like loved it. I was just like, awesome. Okay, whatever. But the, my favorite challenge was the Wizard of Oz one because I love mm. The Wizard of Oz. Me and my family, like, we don't have traditions of any sort. My mom doesn't have this thing with, like, okay, when I was a kid where it's like, okay, and this is, we're doing our annual. Like, we don't have that. Like, it's just, like, it's just not something we did. But every single year, I don't even know if my mom realizes this. Every single year, my mom and I would watch The Wizard of Oz. And I just, I don't know, it's just something that we did, even though I don't think that she realizes that we even did that. But... I, That's really there's funny. something there's something that I feel for that movie so much because I've seen it a million times and I just I love it love it love it and so the fact that that was part of the challenge and then to boot they made it with little people and then to make it like even more you had to do an interpretive dance I was just like this is such a hard show to win like these people <laughs> are so talented and I like got up and I'm like what a show and I'm like oh bravo like and kimchi killed it on that and I was just like I think it was I don't know if it was the execution or like coming up with it when they when they were saying what it was I was just like okay you're just being mean at this point Rue I mean this is impossible and the fact that they like executed I couldn't believe it. It was just, I was just like, these queens are so phenomenal. Like, they really picked some gems in the world to, like, be on this show. And um, and that, I don't know, what were your guys' favorite challenges? But I think those were my favorites <laughs> from what I saw. Well, it wasn't my favorite. My favorite is always Snatch, Snatch Yeah, game. Snatch Game is usually my favorite. Although this wasn't my favorite Snatch Game of all the Snatch Games, but... It's just because people it, did not bring it yeah, to the Snatch Yeah, it is a game. recurring segment. So basically every year, some of the... Like, something like Snatch Game happens every single year, and then there are, like, variations on the others. So every year there's always a photography challenge. The way that they have to take the picture is different. Every year there's some sort of an acting challenge. There's some sort of a musical challenge. So, like, the, the, the details around those will shift every year, but Snatch Game is the only one that's like always the same in that it is based on match game um but then they pick their characters so that's the other funny thing about snatch game when it doesn't work out is that and they even said this to each other at times is like you came to the show knowing you were gonna have to do snatch game so if you didn't show up with an impression like right what are you doing like you had to think about that because you knew it was gonna be there it's always there it's like the most consistent part of the show Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that one, but I actually really did, I did like the presidential one, but I think I liked the uh, outcomes of it more. Like, I thought, like, Kimchi's stuff was really funny, and I yeah. thought that, like, um, Kimchi did great in that one. Yeah, basically the three that yeah. made the top three all had, I thought, really fun videos, and the yeah. only annoying thing, because Derek Barry is annoying, is that they were like, oh my god, <laughs> Derek Barry's video was so funny, and I was like, what's funny is what Bob chose to do, chose to do with in Derek. Derek's yeah. video, so let's not act like that shit wasn't Bob in the first place. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, I always yeah, enjoyed true. the show. So, wait, how did you not? Yeah, I thought um, talk about Empire. How did you not mention Empire, Daisy? No, I was just about to oh. say that. No, mostly well, because I, I had a lot of digital breakdown on that one. It was like I did see it. I had to work really hard to watch that one. I had to keep refreshing. Oh, you were having computer issues? Yeah, so yeah. I didn't get to watch I, it relaxed. <laughs> I will say that the, I, 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 listen, the Empire Challenge got a lot of vitriol online. People Did it? Like, oh, yeah, a little bit. Because it was just like, oh, this is Rue just like uh, promoting this whole like black stereotype like Ooh. thing. Yeah. And I, I guess I see that, but it's also like, so just have fun. I know. Like I've read the similar stuff with like oh the Latino fun queens. Empire. And I'm like yeah, and it's just like empires crazy and body and just they're just they're just heightening that right. So of course it's going to be super crazy. I, I I don't know. I I thought I thought the Empire Challenge was kind of fun. Um, I thought watching people's takes on the characters on that show. Well, can I interrupt you for one moment? Listeners, I don't know anyone who are bigger fans of the show Empire than my friends here, Layla and <laughs> Like, they love We're going to make you Empire. watch Empire, just like we made you watch oh, Drag Race. It was actually I mean, super frustrating, because I was like, I just want to watch this, and it won't load, and then, like, I just couldn't... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I, I saw some great moments, but I couldn't just, like, relax and watch it. Like, it's, like, me sitting there eating whatever takeout I've picked up on the way home. And then just, like, like buffering. Just plague, buffering, damn it, plague. Buffering. Like, yeah. So it kind of, you know. So you guys were, like, meh on Empire. So, Layla, what did you love? Uh, no, no, no. I was I was pro-Empire. Oh, I liked okay. that challenge. I mean, I thought um, it was smart I, to base the acting challenge around that. That's for sure. Because I knew to expect an acting challenge, you know. Right. Uh, I thought the Empire Challenge was good. I, you know what? I'm always a fan of Snatch Game. Um, and, Dip, this is probably for the same reason that you really loved the uh, Wizard of Oz Challenge. I just grew up watching Match Game. And so anytime cool. there's oh, any sort okay. of connection to Match Game, I get really touched in the bottom of my heart. I mean, yeah, there's something, there's just a general connection to me and Match Game that yeah, I'm I'm just kind of a sucker for that formula. I also thought Derek Barry got too much credit for his Britney in that snatch game because it was like the oh, most please. basic Britney no, ever. I like, don't even like. I don't even want some get, quotes that's from like, like an hour long uh, anger session. Yeah, like pull out some quotes from like Britney and Kevin Chaotic. Like I don't know what you're doing. Like Derek Barry did not do a good but Britney. Also, Derek Barry no. like wow us knowing that you'd have to do snatch right, game and yeah. not be like I'm gonna rest on my laurels and do the thing I know how to do. Come out well, and well, do you, it's like, important to oh, do other yeah, things like, at another time I'm, so that you can double down in that moment and be like, I'm about to give you the greatest one you've ever seen. Well, RuPaul said you, gotta, like, you better do Britney. RuPaul right, was exactly. like, do it but, and wow us. And and I was like, yes, he, Derek then, Barry did, wow. RuPaul, did Britney. But then he like, he sucked The wow it. wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, no, there, it there was, was terrible. No it was terrible. But also, I think it would have been more wowy if he had, like, done another character and then kind of did, like, what Bob did, where it's like, I can give you two, because this right. is a thing I know how to do, which is Britney safe, Ugh. but here's somebody else, like, out from left field, just to show you that I have There was just variety. so much awkward. Also, this was a smaller season. We've had seasons with more queens. Sometimes there have been literally two sets of Snatch Game in a season because there were more queens. So they started with a smaller group, and then it was right. like, y'all need to step it up. 
Um, yeah, so, like, Bob's, like, Switch was really fun. I mean, I do y'all sometimes, though, like, (laughs) because I grew up in, like, parts of Brooklyn that, you know, like, the great migration to the north by black southerners, and I could talk you through the history of it. Um, but, um, (laughs) yeah, like, it, it was just kind of like, oh, like, guys, like, come on, man, like, this is, like, you knew this was coming, this is an anchor of every season, like, bring your A game. Like, what was Robbie Turner doing? What was he doing? What is that? What were you doing? I mean, God bless. What were you doing? Like, I don't on. know. Yeah, uh, Robbie Turner and was like. Robbie Turner was all like, like, my drag family at home is actually know, a very so successful bad. drag family, so I need to step it up. And it was like, well, then, boo, step it up. Step it up, boo. Come on. Step it up. And he didn't. No, he didn't step it up. Um, so I think that we need to talk about a very big star from this season, Kimchi. I yes. cried. I cried. I think. Probably the mother tribute. just twice. Like, I, I mean, the mother tribute. That I, I, I mean, there were actual tears coming down my face. Um, and then, like, you know, you learn first on, like, in the makeup confessionals and whatever, all, all of that stuff. And I felt, oh, and then when he was picked last at the challenge in the, oh. because he, you know, he can't dance. I was like, I remember being picked last in grade school because I wasn't oh athletic. Like, I, I was just, everything about it. Just That's so part of the reason I loved the the presidential challenge was that I really loved Kimchi's video. Yeah, like, Kimchi was know, great. No fams. I thought Kimchi was a lot, was really good at a lot of things. Yes. I, like, I really did. I know that people were like, she can't dance. She can't really sing. She, like, but falls she down improved. All she improved. She was a good, I think she's still a really great entertainer. I think she's like a really wonderful artist. Like, just, yeah. I mean, some of those looks, like the flower she look. She is like oh the accessible God. drag Bjork. That's as far flower. as I'm concerned. Yeah, like, I think, Unreal. I think Kim Chi could, like, make gowns for, yeah, like a Bjork or, like, a Lady Gaga or someone of that persuasion, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that could sure. be, like, the next Alexander McQueen. Yeah. Um, but Kim Chi was wildly talented. Like, just, I think for me, you know, we talked about it a little earlier, but it comes down to that thing of, like, if I'm paying to see somebody live, like, Kim Chi's not going to bring it on stage, but I, right. I love... I didn't- that career, I love that Kimchi made it to the top three. I love yeah. that, like, we'll get this kind of, like, respect and, like, exposure that wouldn't exist otherwise. Because just, I just, lovely. Like, so, so, so good. Right. Can we, I don't know. See, I would argue that I think Kimchi could probably bring it. I, my friend, She did again, not move in the finale. If she had, she had a chance and girl took five steps to the left. Like, Okay, but honestly, I have to say I have to give it to Kim Chi for that finale because I think she created her whole onstage uh, review, I guess, or her whole like onstage choreography, knowing full well if if she's going to dance, she's going to fuck it up. So make it big, grandiose, yeah. where she's literally just like walking back and forth and like doing a couple of things. Play up to your strength. Yeah, yeah Layla, like, I agree with you. But it still just, like, thing. didn't do anything for me. Like, I, I was kind of standing... We were... I was mm. watching it at Gawker, of all places. Actually, I should explain that I watched the RuPaul Drag Race finale at the Gawker... At the Gawker offices in New York City. Beautiful offices, um, for as long as they have them until they have to pay Hulk Hogan. I don't know what's going on. But, um, it was really funny, because it was just, like, we were all standing there, we were like, move, 
Kimchi move, like, or kind of like no, half, she, ha- like, we were like, take a step, you do knew, something. You knew she yeah. was going to move. You know what? You knew that the whole Daisy, thing was just going to be very simple. Daisy, yeah. I was so happy she wasn't and that the dancers were doing it. I'm with Layla. Like, I was like, okay, you know you're going to fuck it up. So why don't you just make the the experience as great as possible so your dancers will dance you'll look gorgeous right. so do this thing right. at the end where you and like move your hands song, fast or whatever yeah. so the song is self-deprecating enough that it's like yeah explaining, I mean, like this yeah, is but why all the songs like, were... i'm not dancing i mean i felt like for me it's like i'm down with that for like a night like i think it's a clever thing to do in that moment but if sure. you're gonna be on the road you need to just learn how to do some stuff but you know okay daisy of mm. course i agree but I could just spend so much time staring at every facet of her makeup and her outfit. I thought the makeup in the finale was her makeup gorgeous. was fantastic. It's never, ever, ever been off, and it's and always he, been very interesting at the very least. But I thought it was like stunning. Like in the what a what a right. talent! Like Kimchi should could do so many things in her life, like. I mean, okay, first of all, she can just perform drag. 100%. I mean, like, listen, uh, Kimchi mentions on the finale that she wanted to take the money to, oh, like, yeah. build a makeup line. And I was yeah. like, I would buy all of that makeup line. Uh-huh. Well, because, would you? Like, only because <laughs> in my... No, I here's why I would. Because in my mind, I'm the kind of makeup buyer that's like, oh, that's what I can do with that makeup? Great. I'm going to buy all of it. Meanwhile, I get home and I'm like... <laughs> like crayon all over the face. I'm like, I don't look beautiful. Why? <laughs> no, I mean, like, like... Well, because it's not the makeup. It's, like, the technique. I feel like Kim Chi would be a great makeup artist for film. You mm, know? Sure, yeah. And and, yeah. and music and I artists. just want Kim Chi to, like... I want to there to be like some sort of like synergy sort of thing and like I want to see kimchi on face off. You know what I want to see? Like, I want to see a project runway season where then when they have to go to like the hair and makeup salon it's like kimchi and uh, Naomi Smalls are like consulting and being like, you should wear a wig like this, and then we'll do your makeup like this, and then we'll have this weird runway show where we like review your clothes, um, oh, right? Like this. That's what I, I want it all to come together. I just want convergence. Yes. Wait, Daisy, I just got excited as if I'm collaborating in a project with you and Naomi. <laughs> and like, this is real and we can like make right. it happen. I would just come home and watch that like every day like, and we'll me and seamless would be like so something. close. Yeah, it would be like a bottle of wine, some takeout, and like my joy mm-hmm. in life. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. That would be all my favorite but, things. You know, for the record, I I knew I knew and I didn't expect and I wasn't upset that kimchi lost. Like, I knew that kimchi mm-hmm. wouldn't win. Like, kimchi doesn't dance. And that's, like, I don't know. Like, kind I think. Kind of par for the course. For, yeah. for winning drag race, from what I understand of it, like, you 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 have to be a bob. A threat. You have to be yeah. a triple threat. You have to be a drag queen bob or, like, I thought Naomi was a good finalist. And there were other people in it, like Chi-Chi, who also were very mm-hmm. good contenders. Even very like talented. Thor, I didn't like Thorgy's makeup. It was also like in an acid Betty way too harsh for me. But Thorgy also so multi talented that I would I'm go like watch her to know straw. what you'll think of like Sharon Needles from <laughs> like <her> previous <gasps> season. Oh my god! Right? Yeah. Oh I'm my very god! I'm, I'm like just calling out previous seasons right now, Dip. But yeah, oh, I, I think understand. like I almost feel like Dip would like Sharon Needles. I feel just like she of, would. Like, She'd be like, oh my god, yeah. But like, yeah. I think that you know it. 
So you want to, like, mix the fantasy with the reality, right? And, like, the reality of drag is that it happens at nightclubs. And so for me, yes, that's why it's like, oh, I want to see somebody who's, like, performative in some way. And they don't have to be necessarily the best dancer, but, like, they have to hold the crowd, right? Like, not everybody who's interesting is interesting because they can dance or move. But, like, you want somebody who's just confidence is going to, like, hold that room. Because ultimately, mm-hmm. like, you, you go, like, I've seen drag queens during the day. We don't want to see drag queens during the day. Like, we should not see them in the sun. We should not see them in right, fluorescent no, lights. No. We need to see them in, in nightclubs. Like, it is to everyone's benefit. Well, unless right? you do drag so queen brunch, just, which is a big thing. Like in Those DC. do exist, but I've always been like, they have them in New York, too. And I've always been like, I don't. I mean, maybe it's because you're serving me booze before 2 p.m. that I'm supposed to be okay with this. But I do not want the sun mixing with drag queens. I just don't. It's just not, I mean, like looking at heavy makeup in the sun, right? Mike. So I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm a lady and I've not done drag, but my, when I was growing up, my mother was in um, beauty school. My mother was studying makeup arts, like, right. And so I was, a, as a child, I actually spent a lot of time in the bathroom watching my mother put on makeup and watching her do stuff. And in the sunlight, it was always like, and this is like just her putting on not drag level makeup, but like, you know, lady makeup. And it just never looked as good in the sun. Yeah, and no, so I'm like, I, I don't want to see that in certain settings. I just don't right. want to. Well, so, yeah. So I, I want to think about these people's day jobs, but I want yeah. Thorgie to have a Thorchestra. I think that is freaking brilliant. What a, a yeah, Thorchestra. I think it's what, so good. So what great. an amazing convergence of her talents, you know? Like, I mean... Just it's it's and Rufus Wainwright and Rufus. Oh my god! Yeah, that Rufus Wainwright reference in the finale was hilarious. Yeah, um, you know what? Like this also made me think of is one of my best friends has a really really good friend, and he is a lawyer by day, and and Rufus Wainwright. Rufus Wainwright by night. No. Like, I don't think that um, he does drag very often. I was actually just talking to her tonight about this because I was with her right before um, this. And I was like, I'm just thinking about drag so much. So he's Indian. And she says that he becomes the most beautiful Indian woman in a sari and just like full on. And do you know what her name is? Wow. What? Vindaloo. <laughs> That's good. And then, so, like, it's like a so, kimchi. Just so like kimchi. lawyer by and day. Like, so, Vindaloo will go to clubs. Drag around. queen by night. And I just, all I wanted, I still, I can't, to this day, I haven't met Vindaloo or his, I know his real name. I'm not going to say it now. Um, sure. I don't know what his, you know. No, but, um, you don't know his circumstance. Don't do that. Right. Yeah. I don't um, know uh, this person yet, even though I've been hearing about him for years and years, but... Um, I don't know. Like now I'm thinking about all the people I know who do drag and I know exactly of one person. Like, do you guys have people in your life who do drag? Cause I don't, I mean, I've I don't seen drag I right love now it. that I know of, although I will say this, you telling me the story of like a lawyer who does drag by night. I'm like, can I just meet a lawyer who's really excited to be a lawyer? Cause I constantly <laughs> just meet people who are like lawyers by day and XXX by like, night. I'm a lawyer, but I have like to moonlight or something just like else. Fill in the blanks. I have yeah, to tell like, you, he's like, he's a very like successful lawyer in the entertainment industry. That's so, I mean, amazing. I think, I think he, he probably actually does love his job. And he's my friend who knows steam. him is also, 
an entertainment lawyer. So That's like, so funny. They actually do love their job, just so you know. Some people do. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know people who do drag. Do you? I've known a couple people here and there over the years. I mean, it really... I mean, a lot of them were performers in other ways. You know, like, I have a performance background. I studied experimental theater uh, in my youth. In my youth. In my younger and more vulnerable years. I studied experimental theater and, like, kind of performance art. And so I've always known a lot of artsy people. So I've known people who did a bit of drag, but not hugely, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It really makes me want to go see a drag show because I don't remember the last time I saw one. It has to have been like, oh god, yeah, you should go. Yeah. I, I so many go years. to one at least like once every like three to four months. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to go. I mean, I'm like in the hot bed of yeah, that you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Although, fun fact about RuPaul's Drag Race that I thought was really interesting, and this is in my story that I did, was uh, despite. Uh, Granted, I guess we all probably think of it more for tech now, but for a long time, obviously, San Francisco was basically the gay mecca of, of the United States of America. And Right. Shout out to the Castro. Shout out to the Castro. But there was really... And some. Um, we don't want to forget some. Um, but there really was only... The first time they had a drag queen from San Francisco on Drag Race was in, like, season five. Um, right. Right. So... I oh. think it's just because the queens here probably don't watch that much i mean they probably do yeah they were like we're not home at night we're three hours behind our schedule is very different we get up early we do yoga (laughs) and then we get drink coconut water like i was just i don't know it's like wondering if it's not like the thing of like oh like the san francisco thing of like i don't like if i get famous fine but i'm not gonna go out like searching for it or whatever that (laughs) like i live here not la for a reason right like one of those the reason is really cold summer it's like Damn it, RuPaul, you're not going to put me into a box, <laughs> box called the television. Yeah. I do what I please. Um, so, you guys. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I'm just presuming. If there's anyone like yeah. me who this was their first season, I am going to go back and watch the other seasons because why wouldn't I? I had so much fun watching this and felt all the feelings and went through emotions and cried and laughed and cheered. Well, I didn't laugh a ton, but like I laughed when RuPaul was being fabulous. But um what what seasons should I start? Should I just start at one and go chronologically? I would go at the beginning. I mean, there's a lot that I love about season one and I might even tell you to I'll skip go, a couple. Like I would skip seven. Uh-huh. Um, but I would go like, go to one, check it out and then go into it knowing that like it hadn't existed before and kind of keep that in your mind. You might be fresh enough without information. Actually, I think probably really enjoy season one and then season two, uh, maybe go to right to season three. I don't know. I'd have to look at the lineups again and really remember, but, um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I mean, I don't know. I I enjoyed them all really. I did it. I did enjoy them all. Except for season seven. Season seven, literally, like, we would be on our way to or leave recordings of Serially Obsessed with You and be like, ugh. Like, with you, dip, like, and then, like, me and Layla would be like, ugh. Yeah. Like, did you see that episode? Right. I can barely get through that. But I feel like I have to catch up. Oh, God, it's work now. Um, so it was actually yeah. great to see the show it come back. It was one of those seasons so where, like, in the same way where you knew that, like, Bob was going to be in the top three, like, season seven was one of those 
seasons where you already knew who the top three, like all of the top three were going to be. Season seven's like, like, you already know who these are going to be and you already don't like any of them. So good luck sticking around for another 10 weeks. It was like, oh, yeah, exactly. Right. You're just like not compelled by any of the three top three. So speaking of that, um, let's end on this, shall we? From the beginning, did you, who did did you? I didn't have anyone pick for because I didn't understand the show. I mean, I was just learning the show. I didn't. Uh, there were definitely people I thought, okay, that person's definitely going to make. This person's not going to make it. But I don't. I didn't have as much definitiveness about it. Did you guys have early on picks for season eight, and when? Yes. Who and when? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob for sure. Episode by episode three. Just because again, going back to what we were saying at the top of this episode. Bob kind of meets the criteria of a lot of the things that ends up at top three, where it's like, you're charismatic, you're funny, you know how to dance, uh, you write really well, you know how to act, like, you've got a good bag of tricks. Even if, Mm -hmm. you know, Bob, bless his soul, like, never did really beautiful makeup, not like in a Naomi Smalls way, but had a bunch of other things that, to Daisy's point, is very Bob felt very confident in what Bob did, you know, uh, yeah. front facing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, right. And Bob was also very confident. Yes. Yeah. And I think that was a thing. Um, I honestly thought that uh, I didn't think that kimchi was going to make it that far. Mm. Uh, I only started thinking like, oh, kimchi is going to be top three, maybe by like episode five or six. Because I'm like, oh, this girl can't dance or sing. But she is coming out with these ridiculous outfits that everyone is literally jizzing their pants over. So I figured she was going to oh, end up. Can I can I pause you there? Towards the end. I just want to pause you there on kimchi in that regard really quick before you go on to your final what you thought would be the final three. Sometimes I got the sense that people gave, and I feel really bad saying this, but that everybody, including the judges and the other contestants, we're giving kimchi a bit of a pass because even though she couldn't dance clearly and all that stuff because of the story being so incredible and obviously the makeup and costumes being so incredible based on your drag race experience. Did you find that to be true? Like, am I like, I was just like, I mean, I would say a little bit, but also I, I would say for me, it was less about the story and like, don't under, don't underestimate how important the makeup and the outfits are, right? So for me, it was more that. Like, I would like say more I actually... more respect about that, those two things. Yeah, like, maybe that person's not going to win, but if somebody is really turning it out with great makeup and great outfits, because that is such a core aspect of drag, then then I felt like they would always respect that. I actually... I did feel early on that Kimchi would either make it top three or make it pretty far, just out of, like, sheer artistry. Uh, okay, even if right. the, like I was like she's gonna have to fall really hard like on her face multiple times in front of us and like be terrible to not get there because she's doing those aspects at a skill level that nobody else is touching right um, mm-hmm. so I didn't think she was well rounded enough to mm-hmm. win but I was like this character will get probably pretty far unless they like implode okay. uh, the way that somebody like Acid Betty did where like really interesting and then got there and like didn't seem to know what to do with themselves and all their insecurities did you think out, you know did you did you guys yeah. think Acid Betty would go far? I think I did. I thought Acid Betty would go further, at least at the like an episode one. Same. On episode one, you yeah. know what I right. mean. Right. And right. then as it all started showing up, it was like, oh, right. 
Like I ugh. honestly thought, like season or episode two, episode three, I ser- seriously thought it was going to be a subway series. Yes, at the time, Thorgy, oh. Bob, and I thought it was going to be like Thorgy, Bob, or and Acid Thorgy, Betty. Bob, and or Acid Betty. Like not yeah. maybe maybe not all three, but like oh, I, I mean, yeah. for a while I was like, oh my god, New York is fucking representing all over the place this season. Yeah. Then I was just sort of like, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be two of those three, right? Um, and so I was, I was surprised uh, when I would agree. I thought that I Derek was Barry was the clear villain. Like I was like, this person is gonna right. stick around longer than they deserve to, just because we're all annoyed by them. And then you throw right. a and wrench the producers and are just like, right, right, right. Let's milk it for the audience. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I did think that Bob would make it very far very early on like pretty immediately like episodes one really? and two i was like bob's okay. gonna be here for a long time uh and probably win um the other thing is you know like you were saying dip like you feel like rupaul is so like um loving and welcoming in so many ways i mean by the m- the moment we got to the part where we see that bob like has been a bit of an activist um and was like protesting things and like really like out there getting arrested for mm-hmm. protesting gay rights i was like oh bob's top three are winning because like this is oh. exactly the kind of thing that okay they would you support know, right on some because in that way it does become a lot like miss usa i mean now that whole thing is a joke but where it's like yeah you want to be like super well-rounded like you're not just great on stage but you're doing something else and that's what i think is kind of interesting about bob's win that's like less interesting from last season where it's just like oh you're just a pretty face that won and whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, I still kind of feel like I, I kind of wish that Kim would have won. And I know really? that Kim doesn't have the entire chops. Yeah. And here's why. My whole opinion for Kim's, uh, my desire for Kim to have won is that it would have won. It would have been a surprise. Um, yeah. I didn't think that it was a surprise. It was a surprise that Bob won. It was just sort of like, eh, yeah, that's what I expected. And cool. And then so surprised. I turned it off. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. See, like, I wasn't surprised uh, The at minute all. that we found like, out that Kim's mother obvious. still didn't know she was doing drag, I was like, there's no way this person will win. Oh, right. Yeah. That's interesting. If, I thought if that, she was like, like well, since story... we saw that last, I have since, like, talked to my mother, then I'd be like, maybe a chance. But I was like, no, because, like... RuPaul is all about really owning yourself and, like, kind of, you know, like, gets the fact that it's not easy for everyone to do that. But, like, I was like, I don't think RuPaul like, would pick a winner and, that's, like, yeah. not even out to their family as doing drag. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, I can see that because that's kind of, like, an in- indicative of, like, you're not, pr- like, you're not right, proud of the stuff that you do. Right. Like, come hell or high water, just be proud and own right. up to who you are and what you do. And yeah. Um, and granted, that's yeah, a that's tough true. experience. Um, like... I just, in general, and, oh, this might be like a very like negative affirmative action thing, but I, <laughs> I, I just would have liked to have seen Kim win just cause we haven't seen an Asian American queen and yeah. we haven't really seen the type of queen stuff that kind of Kim brings to the table. We've, We've had funny queens. We've had... What's Raja's background? Oh, I don't know, actually. She's kind of... I feel like Raja's a little... I'm just wondering if, if Raja counts ambiguous. as Asian-American. I'm not sure. Okay, I don't know. Definitely I, in the look. 
<laughs> yeah, Dipti's like, who are you talking about? I'm just trying to see if it was like an Asian queen. I'm just not sure. But I just wanted, I felt like it was a question worth asking. Can I just tell you, I'm of all the past queens, because I don't know any of them, the one that stood out the most to me from the first episode was Raja. I was like, what is that look? It's amazing. Mm. I was obsessed. Raja. Oh, totally. From the, from like the first episode and then in the season. And then in the, in the that grand first finale, episode, because it was all of the queens. The most to me was. BT no, dubs no. Like, Indonesian is the answer to that question. To the previous question from Daisy. Indonesian and Dutch. Oh, Aha, Indonesian. Indonesian. I think I thought Raja just on what I knew from the first episode that outfit was incredible looking, and then the in the whatever grand finale that dead person right was incredible. But anyways, yeah. So I guess I take it back. We have had an Asian American. Uh, yeah, the, the journalist in me wanted to be accurate on that, but I get what you mean otherwise. You know, because like yes, like Indonesian and Dutch is not the most obvious. Like Raja's more ambiguous than obviously Asian. Well, all these queens will go far. I, I was very, very sad Naomi didn't win. But now that I think about it more, like, I mean, I get, like, Bob so deserves to win. I'm not upset about it or anything. I just, I was so in love with Naomi. We just call them by their drag names and we call yeah. them she. You Honestly, know what I, mean? like, I, I do have to say that the one thing that I am really happy about Bob's win is that I am hoping that some marketing genius at World of Wonder is like, Let's do a like a double booking of Bob the Drag Queen and Bianca Del Rio. Oh my god, I want I, to see that show so much. I would just like I, <laughs> I will give you all the monies. I'll give you all of the monies. I want to see a I double have. bill with those two bitches and I will show the fuck up. I will show oh my I god. can't wait to I would see be there. I would get in early oh, and I would go so early excited. and get in line and I do not queue. I don't. I'm like I'm fucking posh like that now i just i don't cue but i would do that i want you to watch it dip and then i want to receive your reactions (laughs) on facebook messenger yeah oh you guys will be getting all of the reactions (laughs) oh yes it'll be a gif reaction (laughs) oh my god challenge accepted yes challenge (laughs) Well, this was so yeah. fun. Daisy, thank you for being our guest. Yeah, thanks so for joining having us. me, ladies. It's always hap- I'm always happy to talk to my friends. Love you guys. Yes. yes. Love you guys. Um, yes, this was awesome. Guys, this oh, has let's... been a fantastic episode. Um, we're just going to mm. end really super quickly on recommendations or just things that we love. So, um, Layla, is there anything that you're watching right now that you're just loving the shit out of? Okay, honestly, I'm... I'm not watching anything right now that I'm watching the shit out of. Um, I'm kind of right now. I'm sort of like passively watching stuff. Um, I will tell you this, and I know this is kind of going against the, uh, you know, the process of this little end thing, but I'm kind of excited for the preacher series. on AMC. I heard it's good. Ooh. Yeah. And I'm kind of, I'm, I'm hoping that I don't eat my words, AKA like vinyl. Ugh. Ugh, vinyl. Oh. Terrible. Terrible. I mean, if, if yeah. Dipti and I are show. both, like, saying meh about a thing with Bobby Cannavale out in it, then uh, you know. I mean, news. we love Bobby Cannavale. Honestly, love here's the thing. I did not watch Boardwalk Empire, but I feel like I need to watch Boardwalk Empire only to salvage the portrayal of how you guys 
sold Bobby Carnival to me. I've never seen I that show. Like and I, I just, I followed him down the block one day by accident because I was so distracted by how attractive oh, he was. Yeah, Daisy, I saw him on the sidewalk too one day and I was like, oh my God, it's Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> okay. I love him. His acting so much. on vinyl is atrocious. And I don't know if it's him and I don't know, or I don't like, I'm going to guess it's probably the directors and like just the fact that the show is written like garbage. Anyway, if you want to hear my vitriol about uh, vinyl, p- please feel free to email me and I will send you a 17-page <laughs> missive about why the show is outright garbage. It was you an abomination. And Layla will Dip, name a reason you? that you shouldn't like vinyl. I, I, was, I was the most excited human being on the planet about vinyl. And I could oh not Oh my God, it's like been... all of your things, but oh, yeah, it, it was, didn't work out. It was, it's, it was all yeah. of my things. And I just was like, are you kidding me and i finished it yeah and oh my god but anyways so that's all we're gonna say about vinyl we're not even doing an episode on vinyl because we just can't through it yeah we just like i i i mean i finished it fuck it it doesn't even deserve to get like our very minimal airtime just fuck that show sure seriously i will say this though i will hate watch season two (laughs) all right i will hate but but i will only hate watch it if I keep up every week, I will not binge it the way I had to binge most of it because that was so painful and awful. These blocks of my life were just like getting stabbed. Yeah. Daisy, what are you watching? Okay, so here's something I've actually been watching the last few nights, the last couple of weeks, is I just finished the most recent season. I've actually gone back a season thanks to Hulu. I'm watching <gasps> Project Runway All Stars. Oh, which oh. I know. I don't think I. For That's here's fitting. the thing. I was very excited. It's very fitting. It's very. It's like Trey on the nose. Um, I was never. <laughs> I was not a big fan of the first couple of seasons of Project Runway All Stars. It was like one of those things that I was excited about, and then it didn't really live up. But I will say this: I think the overall quality of Project Runway has gone down. But on All Stars, like the actual talent is actually pretty good because they really have picked the stronger people from the last few seasons. It's not an hour and a half episodes. It's regular one hour episodes. The hosts and the judges are not as like fun as some, but who are they? um, Well, Isaac Mizrahi is one of the judges and he's really, okay. I love Um, him. And yeah, he's great. Uh, Alyssa Milano is the host and she wasn't originally, but she is now. And she's kind of adorable. She's like pregnant and then just happens to no longer be pregnant because she finally had the baby. Like, on the most recent season. So there's like a cute thing where every reveal, she's just like giantly pregnant. Um, and everybody's <laughs> like, oh, look at her cute outfit. And then um, what's her name from uh, Marquesa, who's married to Harvey Weinstein, is one of the judges. Oh. So oh, fuck. it's no, not Tim as good as original Project Runway, but it's like the closest I get to it. No, they have somebody else, Dana Roberts, who is mm. their like judge. It's not, it's not as good as like actual Project Runway, but it's much better than what Project Runway became at Lifetime. So if you still just enjoy getting to watch people be good at a thing, it's not 90 (laughs) minutes. It's just like they make something, and and a lot of them are actually very good at making stuff. So the runways themselves are really fun to watch. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Um, Dip, what are you watching? You know what? I'm keeping up with stuff right now. and The uh, Kardashians? uh, I'm not keeping up with the Kardashians. So much to keep up with there. 
Never will. Um, the, I'm just going to do something super quick because this episode is so long. I haven't even watched it, but I'm just going to tell you I'm excited to watch it. I went to Nashville this past weekend with my... It's not, it's, not about, it's not the show Nashville. But I went with my high school friends. Shout out to them. I love them all. And it was really, really fun. And um, we didn't even talk about TV too much. And the one TV convo that we had was about the show The IT Crowd. And two of my friends oh, said, Dipti yes! is yes. phenomenal. So and they explained so little great. parts so to me. Good. And I was so like, good. how on earth have I not watched this show? So that Richard, is, I, I don't it. know, my next binge. It sounds awesome. It's so good. You so good. will love it. It's oh, I will. Very, I'm very so excited. Good. I'm so excited. Yeah. And oh then God, after you're done with it. that, I'll give you like follow-up shows that you can watch after IT Crowd. Yes. Right, right, right. Yes, I would appreciate that. I mean, I do watch one of the guys. BBC. One of the guys on that show like has done a bunch of other comedy shows, and they're like, "Oh well, I don't know if you'll like them because I know you mentioned previously that you're not really crazy about Tim and Eric, but they're very weird and they're kind of fun." Uh, I but... mean, I might. Well, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. Binge. I think there's like five seasons or something, so that'll keep me busy for a while. But Layla and I are gonna do. Yeah. A show, um, an episode on a different show coming up soon, and we hope you tune in. And um, as usual, please tweet at us at Obsession Pod if you have any thoughts or comments. Tell us everything you thought about RuPaul's Drag Race. Past seasons, this season, we've got Daisy. Who was your favorite queen? Who was your yeah. least favorite queen? Please tell me who your favorite of all time is, because I will tell you who mine is, but only online. Ooh. <laughs> so, as always, please tweet at us at ObsessionPod and tell us everything, who your favorites were, who your least favorites were, past seasons, present season. We don't care. There's no spoilers anymore. Like... Whatever, Daisy will tell you everything. She she loves to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, so she will I chime really in. I really do. Yes. Layla will chime in. I'm now the biggest I fan. I'm going to watch past seasons. What season do you want me to watch? Um, did you? Oh, yes. Who did, question. Who did you want to win? Who did you want to lose? Do you have a drag preference like I <laughs> apparently do now? I don't know. Say whatever Eleganza. you want. Um, and also, guys, here's another fun thing. If you were to do drag, or maybe you do, what's your drag name? Or what would you want your drag ooh, name to be? Better question than what's your porn name, which is just so tried. Um, porn porn name is so boring. Dumb. Drag names, wonderful. Totally. So good. All right, well, until they're next time, guys, we will... Thanks for having yes. me, ladies. Yes, yes Daisy, Daisy, we love you. Thanks for joining us. This has been super fun. So fun. All right, thanks for... For everything, guys, we'll see you on the next ep of Obsession Sessions. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.